You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on the Commission's work programme for 2016. No Time for Business as Usual, a compelling title for the Commission's work programme for 2016. The programme, adopted on 27th of October 2015, spells out actions on 10 political priorities for the coming 12 months, some of which were already presented in 2015, such as the measures on firearms or the circular economy package. Stay with us and we'll walk you through them. 2015 was not an easy year for the European Union. The migration crisis, the terrorist attacks in Paris and the economic situation in Greece have obliged the Commission, Member States and the Parliament to deviate from the original work programme and find solutions to these unexpected and ongoing emergencies. And although terrorism, migration and new emerging challenges will continue to require EU action, the Commission has set a clear work path for 2016. Ahead of the Commission's adoption of the new work programme in October 2015, the European Parliament set out its recommendations and urged the EU executive to show clear leadership and the importance it attaches to transparency of the legislative process. Covering the whole spectrum of the strategic priorities, the Parliament's resolution provides very detailed recommendations for the 2016 Commission work programme. It notably expects a proposal for the next phase of the Europe 2020 strategy for growth and jobs and mentions that this strategy should be fully supported by full use of the European Fund for Strategic Investments and a revised multi-annual financial framework 2014-20. The European Parliament urges also the Commission to come forward with the measures required to make economic and monetary union more resilient and calls for a comprehensive and global approach to asylum and migration policy. The European Parliament also welcomed negotiations on a new interinstitutional agreement on better lawmaking. Key events in the preparation of this work programme were the State of the Union address of President Juncker in front of the European Parliament in September 2015 and the related letter of intent sent by President Juncker and First Vice President Timmermans to the Presidents of the European Parliament and the Council. After a constructive dialogue with the European Parliament and the Council, the Commission came up with 23 key initiatives, most of which were already announced and fit into the framework strategies presented earlier on across 10 political priorities. Let's take a closer look at them. To boost jobs, growth and investment, the Commission will work on a new skills agenda to promote lifelong skills, a set of measures to better address the work-life balance challenges, a circular economy package to improve resource efficiency and further measures to ensure a sustainable future for Europe. The Commission also wants to make progress on the implementation of the digital single market, notably with proposals on copyright, portability of online content and digital contract rights to simplify and promote access to digital content and online sales across the EU. Through the European Energy Union, the EU wants to ensure that Europe has secure, affordable and climate-friendly energy. This is why in the coming months the Commission will come up with new proposals foreseen in the Energy Union Roadmap, such as on the redesign of our electricity market, on renewable energies and on energy efficiency. These measures are crucial to help Europe deliver on its 2030 climate and energy targets, but there's much more to work on. Indeed. For example, building a deeper and fairer internal market with a strengthened industrial base. Key initiatives for this year include a labour mobility package and a follow-up to the single market strategy with measures to give a boost to SMEs and startups and facilitate the provision of services across different countries. A corporate tax package and an action plan on VAT are also on the agenda. And that's not all. To strengthen the EU's single market, the Commission will also work on a European Defence Action Plan to give the European defence market the capabilities it needs to meet future security challenges and a space strategy to better coordinate the EU's work up in space. 
And still on an economic theme, to build a deeper and fairer economic monetary union, the Commission is committed to setting up a pillar of social rights to address existing gaps and to work towards setting up a European bank deposit insurance scheme and towards completing the banking union. Now on trade matters, the Commission will continue negotiations with the US on a new transatlantic trade and investment partnership agreement, known as TTIP, and to follow up on its new trade and investment strategy. But let's turn now to justice and social issues. In the area of justice and fundamental rights, the Commission will concentrate on the implementation of the European security agenda, in particular making sure we have the right tools to tackle the current terrorist threat, addressing the problem of foreign fighters, controlling firearms and combating fraud and counterfeiting. Some measures were already presented in late 2015. The key initiatives in the area of migration are better migration management, including an extension of the blue card approach, a proposal for a structured system on resettlement of refugees, a revision of the Dublin system for allocating of responsibility for asylum applications, and a border management package, which was presented in December 2015. The Commission will focus on rethinking the management of Europe's external borders and the European asylum framework. On the world scene, the Commission will present its contribution to the global strategy on foreign and security policy, convinced that what happens abroad matters inside and affects the EU's objectives on migration, energy and climate change. It will also work towards a new policy framework covering the relations between the EU and ACP countries and towards improving capacity building in the security sector of third countries. And finally, to ensure better democracy at home, the Commission will come forward with a proposal for an inter-institutional agreement to set up a transparency register for lobbies and interest groups wanting to have a say or influence European policymaking. From the European Parliament's research service, we'll closely monitor progress on all these initiatives. You are listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. 